Hi guys, welcome to another episode of The Property Hard Truth by Niza Niza. This podcast is brought to you by Niza Ali and Nizam Adli, also known as Niza Nizam, property consultants from Propnex Realty. With more than 14 years experience, not only transacted more than hundreds of HDB resales, also executive condominiums, resale or new launches from developers, landed and luxury condominiums. Well-versed in any property-related laws and financials, including Islamic Farid and Sharia laws. Before doing anything to your property in Singapore, call us first at 9670504 or 9787-6959. You can find us at all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube or Google. NizamNizamSG or NizamNizam.com So today, I I feel so compelled to do this video because apparently, Aniza, mm. for the past three or four presentation that we went, this question crop up. Uh, how do I mean? Okay, it's talking about accrued interest. We're not going to explain what what's accrued interest and all that. I think there are many yeah. videos out there, or we even in CPA website you can find how what is it what is accrued interest all about. But the question today is how do you stop? accrued interest by not selling your property. This was the question posed to me, not one, but two, but three clients of ours. I mean, while we were doing our uh, uh, outreach program. So basically, in summary, accrued interest are interest that you could have probably uh, gained if you your OA were to remain in your CPF's OA savings instead of putting into the property. Yeah. So that is what we call accrued interest. So most people who have stayed many, many years in their mm -hmm. flat and use a lot of CPF, either in the initial onset or over the years have accumulated a lot of accrued interest, uh, they may have actually, uh, the accrued interest could probably be half whatever the principal, the principal yeah. that they paid for. Because now they are more savvy in the sense that they really learn what is accrued interest, but now the question is, mm. how do I stop accrued interest without selling my house? You know, mm. I'm so attached to my current flat yeah. that I... Die, die, must die here, kind of thing, you know. <laughs> this no, I sorry, the pun, but I think this is yeah. we are we are here talking about property truth. You're not gonna sugarcoat things yes. because we want you guys out there to be empowered mm. to know what's going on, the real stuff, not mm. the sugarcoated stuff. Yeah. So yeah, pardon us, but this is how we're gonna uh, you know our the framework of our podcast and our video podcast. Mm -hmm. So. So I'm going to die in my house, Nizam. How? I don't want to sell. But the Corinthians is killing me softly. Wow. <laughs> softly or hardly after they softly, see the Softly but hardly. Because it's softly because it, it hurt. It's like a piercing knife. Yeah. Because now they know how to check and all that. Yeah. But Because if they, they keep saying, what if I could turn back the time, you know? But, you know. Are you talking about lyrics of song or whatever they want? Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, but how do you turn back the time? That, okay. So basically, there is a way. Yes. There's a way. See hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Question again, eh, for those who have just listened. How do I stop accrued interest for the, my property without selling my property? Yeah, without selling, there's a way. Yeah. And there is a way in Whether CPF. you are willing <laughs> to do it or not. <laughs> okay, maybe we, we, say, we say what can be done first. Uh, yes, okay? First of all, you can go to CPF and apply for what we call CPF Voluntary Housing Refund. Hmm. Okay, CPF Voluntary Housing Refund. One more time. You volunteer yourself to part your cash and pay CPF back whatever the CPF you use for the house, including, including. the interest. Yeah. Okay. Example. 
Example, if the total amount CPF plus interest, plus interest is $400,000, wow. you have happened to... Have 400000 lying around. Yeah. Oh, you win a lottery. Okay, not that wow. we, we okay. encourage it, but if you know you have one lump sum of cash that you do not want to put in the bank, you want to pay back your CPF, you can do so by logging into your CPF and apply for Sorry CPF. <laughs> busy, busy. Okay. Yeah. So you have to apply what we call CPF uh, voluntary housing refund. Okay. Mm. So you are eligible if you are, you have money to pay. Okay. Cash money. Eh? Cash money. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So the question here is, what is the purpose of doing so? The purpose is you don't have to sell your house, number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, your interest will stop the moment you fully pay everything. Mm -hmm. Everything, uh, everything uh, not a bit. Uh, everything yeah. you pay, it will stop the interest totally. Okay, And therefore, you have a lesser amount that needed to be refunded to your CPA when you sell your property eventually. Let's say in some other time. And therefore, you will have more retirement funds. Yeah, okay. Of course, when you sell at, at that future time, everything mm -hmm. is uh, refunding you as cash. Yeah. Yeah. So, but mm. the question today is those three uh, clients that I've met were asking me, how do I just pay off the accrued interest without paying the principal? So, mm. how, what logic is there to that kind of statement? Yeah. Okay, basically, mm. if you, I mean, of course, HDB, or oh, sorry, CPF definitely, if you want to pay that accrued interest, they are willing to accept. Mm. But then again, you are resetting your CPF accrued interest to zero by doing that, but your principal... Mm still will attract interest over time. Yeah. Uh, so you must understand two different things. Huh? Second, the second part which I need to explain again is uh, people probably from the example we cited earlier, 400,000 payoff including interest. But today, let's say the person only have 100,000 and the accrued interest is 100,000 today. And they, they feel that to stop the interest, accrued interest is by just dumping the 100,000. To yeah. clear off the accrued interest, so-called yeah. clear off. Huh? But don't forget, they still have the 300,000 principal amount that they have used and this will start from that day zero, another lump sum accrued interest coming in. Yeah. Huh? If, if that is the strategy that you're taking, I mean, nothing wrong mm -hmm. because your accrued interest will be lesser moving forward. Lah. But mm -hmm. the 100,000 is, you know, it's something that I feel it can be utilized to a better uh, better kind yeah. of... Uh, but not only income. that, in fact, the CPF amount you use is good that you reset and restructure properly from, mm. from start from zero, la, better. Then you just, you know, uh, pop some money because there's still some CPF that you are using and still uh, incurring accrued interest over Correct. the years. So, it's, I would say it's not so... It's not the best solution. Yeah, it's not worth it, lah. I would say yeah. not so worth it, lah. You know, it's best that you return back everything in full okay. at this, one time. Disclaimer: This is our opinion based on our professional mm -hmm. uh, judgment. Eh? It's not something that is uh, you know endorsed by CPF and all that. No, it's based on our experience on the ground yeah. and how we see from the perspective of CPF accrued interest as well as uh, HDB flats. Yeah, know? because we always uh, believe, right? It's not just about. The, the, mon the monies, okay? It's also about your habit of payment, how you restructure or strategize your way of paying your mortgage. That's also another thing that yeah. uh, we, of course, share to our clients. And, so, and, it's and just I not feel, about the numbers yeah. there, you know? It's not I strongly easy. feel that we shouldn't have too much emotional attachment to the house because end of the day, it is just a house. I mean, I might be wrong, okay? For forgive me. But I'm looking at the bigger picture mm -hmm. because... If there's too much CPF in the house that has been used over 10, 20, 30 years, I think it's just not 
working hard, hard enough for, for you, you. Yeah. especially if you're gonna you have retired or you're going to your reaching retirement age so it's more of a right sizing strategy where you know you can still buy another house a smaller house perhaps and then reset the cpf refund uh, cpf accrued interest at the same time cash out and buy something with that cash so when you buy something with total cash 100 percent cash mm -hmm. No interest, no loan, nothing. And that, that yeah. becomes the asset. And importantly, you have enough retirement sum yeah. that you can enjoy for your later years. Correct. So yeah. there's always uh, you know, a different perspective to it. But mm -hmm. I think I need to address this because uh, of too much sentiments in, in, in a particular house. Because of whatever reason, I, I, I respect that. Mm -hmm. But more importantly for us, we look at the bigger picture. So that you have two things. Uh, enough retirement at the same time. Uh, you know, uh, a fully in, paid property. and also some cash probably and a fully paid property with cash yeah. I think that, that's how we view it from the perspective of HDB right sizing uh, process mm -hmm. so if uh, I believe it's uh, it's important uh, to understand the process and, and the implication before you make any decision because as far as CPF and HDB are concerned they're not going to tell you every single thing about the, uh, what the implication because okay side a bit mm. This one of the client was telling me, how come when I do that 20, 10 years ago, HDB never tell me about accrued interest? I said, it's not, it's not their prerogative. It's not yeah, their, it's not their objective because yeah. they are HDB. Yeah. Okay, don't forget, HDB is a different entity. CPF is a different yeah. entity. Right. So, whatever you use your CPF money, uh, HDB don't care. Lah. You know, in other words, right? because they are all taking care about the loan that you're taking from them and whether you fully paid the house. Okay? True. But if you go and talk to CPF, CPF cannot also tell you, oh, how much your property is worth. That's also another thing. So it's two separate entities. So don't mix up. They are not together. They don't talk to each other mm. unless necessary that involve your transaction. But if not, yeah. uh, they they cannot, you know, okay, summarize for you in that in that uh uh, they always say, oh, this one is HDB matter, so you need to go back to HDB. Mm. Similarly, CPF will tell you, uh, HDB will tell you this is CPF matter, you need to talk to CPF. So, but more importantly, guys out there, whether uh, which age of uh, demography you are today, important if you have a flat or you have a property, uh, take ownership. Don't just yeah. be owners, take ownership. Look at your statements every couple of months to understand uh, where your monies are going to and whether it's working hard for you, your CPF and all that. And always look at cash as a for savings tool when it comes to your property. property. Yeah. yeah, Treat your property like a savings bank. So, if you have any uh, queries, you have any issues, you want to clarify, there's only one number to call. 9670450. Okay, my name is Nizam Adli. And I'm Miza Ali. See you in our next video podcast or podcast for that matter. Bye.